letting you know what's going on without going on and on and on. Welcome to a fast-paced way to get caught up on all the day's biggest local stories from News Talk 830 WCCO. This is the All Local. With Thursday's WCCO All Local, I'm Susie Jones. This is breaking news from News Talk 830 WCCO. A man is dead after being shot by the FBI in North Minneapolis today. Here's what we know so far this afternoon. FBI agents went to try to execute a search warrant early this morning at a home just off DuPont and Dowling. They say that's when they came across an armed man who holed himself up inside that house. He came out, shots were fired, and according to Minneapolis Police Chief Brian O'Hara, an FBI agent fired the fatal shot. I can confirm that there were no Minneapolis police officers involved in any use of force incident here today, Uh, but the Minneapolis police was present uh, on the periphery, uh, assisting, uh, controlling the scene. He says a woman was also in the home and taken to a hospital for treatment. We're expected to learn more from the FBI later today. In North Minneapolis, Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO. 39-year-old Brian Cummings was chasing a suspected carjacker in North Minneapolis when he crashed into the stopped vehicle of 40-year-old Lanille Frazier, killing him. Frazier, who was not involved in the pursuit, was the uncle of Darnella Frazier, the teenager who shot the video of Derek Chauvin kneeling on the neck of George Floyd. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty says her thoughts are with the Frazier family, and the reckless driving conduct admitted by Cummings is not representative of the many men and women in law enforcement who Act and drive responsibly with respect for the safety of our community members. The search for Maddie Kingsbury continues with a new request from law enforcement. Here's Laura Oaks. The 26-year-old Winona, mother of two, went missing March 31st and has not been seen or heard from since. The father of her two children was apparently the last known person to have seen her. Police are asking residents of both Winona and Fillmore counties to report old wells, homesteads, or windmills from before 1925. They say records were not kept before that year, and knowing about them now could yield new leads in her disappearance. Three bills protecting the rights of Minnesotans are now law. Governor Tim Walz first signed a bill protecting transgender people, their families, and health care providers from legal action if they travel to Minnesota to get gender-affirming care. I don't know how hard this concept is to understand. When someone else is given basic rights, others don't lose theirs. We're not cutting a pie here. We're giving basic rights to every single Minnesotan. Two more pieces of legislation signed by Walls ban the practice of conversion therapy and prevents any legal action against health care workers who help anyone in Minnesota get an abortion or other reproductive care. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan. Everyone deserves to feel safe being who they are, love who they love, and live without fear of violence and discrimination. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. I'm Steve Simpson. Unionized workers at a St. Paul Starbucks have walked off the job on the one-year anniversary of their union election. The employees of the Snelling Avenue location are striking, saying they, uh, they say due to the unlawful removal of their union bulletin board, but part of a larger fight demanding what they say are basic rights like livable wages and consistent scheduling. The action comes one day after the National Labor Relations Board issued a new complaint against the company for failing to bargain in good faith. It's unclear how long workers at the St. Paul location will be on the picket line. The Minnesota Board of Animal Health is recommending new guidelines for pet owners amid a growing number of positive 
canine influenza cases in the Twin Cities. WCCO's Taylor Rivera reports. The board communications director Michael Cruson says concerns from veterinarians in the Twin Cities about false negative tests from the virus is what first raised concern. Our office is getting flooded with calls from veterinarians saying things like we had a dog with a what appears to be a false negative. This year's outbreak began on April 6 with at least eight cases confirmed. Cruson urges pet owners to stay vigilant about potential symptoms. You are your pet's best advocate, so you are the one that should notice if anything's wrong with your pet, and if you do notice anything's wrong, please call your veterinarian right away. The guideline the board says is most important to avoid is direct dog-on-dog contact outside of your household. Changes are coming to make it easier for Minnesotans who hunt and fish to get their licenses and permits. The Minnesota DNR's new online and mobile licensing system will mean most hunting and fishing licenses, permits, and tags will be available in both digital or print-at-home formats. Launching the new e-licensing system won't be immediate. In fact, it's not actually launching until 2025. It's normal for a system this large to take time to actually build it out to Minnesota standards and get all of the requirements in it. So the selection of the vendor is the very first thing. Jennifer Coleman is a business analyst with the Electronic License System. The Minnesota DNR says traditional license agents like bait shops will still sell licenses in addition to the new system. Mark Fry, News Talk 830 WCCO. A bill lawmakers say makes voting easier in Minnesota is on its way to Governor Tim Walz and his signature. After clearing the Senate last night, Senator Liz Bolden is the bill's lead author. They are asking for us to make it easier for them to cast their vote. They are asking for us to make sure that they have resources at the polling place that is in the language, uh, their own language. They are asking us to remove barriers and put their voices at the center. And that's what this bill does. It also allows 16 and 17 year olds to pre-register to vote. It also allows institution of automatic voter registration when a person signs up for a driver's license or ID and it allows voters to opt into a permanent absentee voter list. Minneapolis police investigating the city's latest homicide. It happened around 1115 last night in the 2300 block of 4th Street North. Officers found a male in his 40s sitting in his vehicle who had been shot. He eventually died at the scene. Homicide investigators spent the night canvassing the area and processing the scene. No arrest yet. So far, no idea of the victim. I'm Steve Simpson. It wasn't the only violence last night. Two other shootings and a stabbing taking place within the span of three hours, around 9 o'clock and then at 11.30. Two separate men walked into North Memorial. One had a gunshot wound, the other with multiple gunshot wounds. Both are expected to survive. And a stabbing near First Ave and Fifth Street North in downtown. Police have not yet said what the victim's condition is. Minnesota Timberwolves. Player Anthony Edwards' attorney is releasing a statement about what he called the Denver Police Department's inexplicable decision to charge him with a misdemeanor assault following Tuesday's final playoff game. Harvey Steinberg says video confirms Edward picked up a chair that was in his way and put it down three steps later. Steinberg says he did not swing the chair at anyone and did not intend to hurt anyone. Two security guards claim they were struck by the chair. Police have said there were no injuries. Meanwhile, Timberwolves management is standing by their star player, GM Tim Connolly. Emotions are going to run high, and there's going to be moments where you you can lose it. Uh, We can't be a lose-it team. Um, Specific to to Ant, I think 
you won't find a guy with a bigger heart. You won't find a guy that cares more. Um, I think for his age, he's unbelievably mature, both on and off the court. But we're going to hold him to such a high standard because we know that his peak is so, so high. Conley says he's confident that Edwards will carry the team to success in the future. Edwards has a court appearance on June 9th in Denver. Thanks for listening to WCCO's All Local. You can find each day's All Local and all of our podcasts at WCCORadio.com or by downloading the Odyssey app. I'm Susie Jones, News Talk 830 WCCO.